Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Bud Mishkin, and these are today's top local stories. There's been an arrest in the murder of a teacher in New Jersey. Reports say that Luz Hernandez's estranged husband was taken into custody by U.S. Marshals in Florida. Our Samantha Liebman has reaction from Jersey City. As police make an arrest in this case, 33-year-old Luz Hernandez's home still a crime scene. A memorial of flowers, candles, and balloons outside. Fifth grader Michael Agramonte stopped by. He had her as a kindergarten teacher at Beloved Charter School. She really helped me as a, a teacher. Uh, and she really helped me learn how to read, to write. Her sister setting up a GoFundMe for her three children, one just two years old, writing Hernandez was set to earn her master's degree in education this May and sadly was a victim of domestic violence. The prosecutor's office says police conducted a wellness check on her when she didn't show up for work Monday. That visit apparently leading investigators to her body and a shallow grave in Kearney. An autopsy confirming she was killed by blunt force trauma and neck compressions. It's just not fair that people choose who takes whose life? Samantha Liebman, Tintin wins on 92.3 FM in Jersey City. And this release now from the Hudson County Prosecutor's uh, Office, just into 1010 wins. Uh, one man has been arrested, and an arrest warrant has been issued for another in connection with the death of Luz Hernandez. Cesar Santana, 36 years old, and Lena Miranda Lopez, who are both from Jersey City, are each charged with one count of desecrating, this is according to the release from the Prosecutor's Office, uh, human remains. Uh, Santana was arrested shortly after midnight, uh, early this morning, I should say, at a motel uh, in Miami, Florida, by members of the U.S. Marshal. Police are looking for a suspect who tried to lure a 14-year-old girl into his box truck in the Bronx. This happened back on February 1st at Lawton Avenue, a Milton place in the Tremont section. Just before 6 p.m., the man, believed to be in his 30s, got out of his white box truck and tried to get the girl to get into it with him, into the truck. The girl ran away. The man drove off. Police have now released photos and video of the suspect. It's up on our website, 1010winds.com. In the wake of a string of shootings and other acts of violence near schools, police will be beefing up security at New York City schools. 1010 Winds reporter Juliet Papa joins us with this live report. Juliet? Yes, but the NYPD has already begun augmenting a uniform presence around the schools. This started yesterday following shootings in which students are targets or innocent bystanders. I spoke with Chief of Department Jeff Madry. He tells me youth coordination officers will work in tandem with cops already on patrol, and they'll focus on where the students are congregating, whether it's the train station that they're coming from or going to, a bus stop, a park, and the streets that they're walking along to get to class. He wants the students to have a familiarity with the regular presence and a sense of security. And he says violence interrupters will also coordinate to speak with kids. He says there's no set time frame for this. It's going to, uh, to the end of the school year, and it will continue into the next year. So it's not a finite program. This will be a continuum. Bud? Juliet, thank you. Protecting workers from extreme temperatures. That's the idea behind legislation being introduced today by the chairs of both the state and assembly uh, labor committees, uh, the Senate and assembly labor committees. State Senator Jessica Ramos uh, tells 1010 Winds after a summer of extreme heat and last December's deadly blizzard in Buffalo, workers need to be protected from the impacts of climate change. This is uh, really addressing the high rate 
of injuries that we've seen um, in in extreme weather uh, over the years. And, well, since there's no federal law to protect them, it's time that the state takes action. The bill would ensure that workers have adequate cooling and PPE to prevent what happened last summer, where workers wound up in emergency rooms suffering heat stress. Police have arrested a 21-year-old Queens man in a bizarre attack on a 61-year-old woman. The attack happened on Sunday, according to authorities, Sunday, February 5th, about 9.15 p.m. victim was walking on Gates Avenue when a man got out of a black SUV and approached the woman and then tried to put his hand on her mouth and pushed her to the ground before getting back into his car and driving off. 61-year-old woman was taken to Forest Hills Hospital. Police have now charged... Derek Sanchez with assault and criminal obstruction of breathings. Back in this country, Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin says he's alive because of one man, Bills trainer Denny Kellington. In an exclusive interview on Good Morning America, Hamlin says it was Kellington that performed CPR on him for almost 10 minutes to get his heart started before medics took him to the hospital. I owe Denny my life, literally. Uh, You know, him just, just... You know, he loves to say he was just doing his job, but, and which is true, you know, that night he was literally um, the savior of my life, you know, administrating CPR on me. The collapse of the 24-year-old has sparked a greater conversation of cardiac arrest in young people and the importance of bystanders learning to perform life-saving CPR. Two former NYCHA supervisors are on their way to federal prison for accepting bribes to hand out no-bid contracts. Julio Figueroa, who was an assistant resident building superintendent for NYCHA, pled guilty to accepting $6,000 in bribes in exchange for awarding no-bid contracts. The person who gave him the bribe was a confidential informant. Yesterday, Figueroa was sentenced to 15 months behind bars, ordered to pay $12,000 in restitution. He's the second former NYCHA official to be jailed for bribery. On Wednesday, former superintendent Lurani Gibbs was sentenced to 33 months in prison and ordered to pay a $100,000 fine for accepting bribes. The vaccine mandate for city workers ends today. The city's health department says the policy is no longer needed since case counts have been steady. Many city employees who were fired now want their jobs back. Perplexing and disheartening for more than 1,700 city workers who were fired for not getting their COVID vaccine. The city has dropped the mandate. Oren Barzilay is union leader for EMS workers. This was a a complete reversal of what they were telling us, that in order to stay here, you have to be uh, vaccinated. Uh, None of this makes any sense now. The way the mayor sees it, the vaccine mandate saved lives during the height of the pandemic, but the emergency is over. The vaccine requirements sparked lawsuits and legal challenges. Last month, dozens of fired workers sued the city for $250 million. Some want to be reinstated with back pay. The city's position, former employees can reapply for their old jobs. Sean Adams, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in the Bronx. New Yorkers will soon no longer have to wear masks inside doctor's offices, hospitals, and other health care facilities. The state's acting health commissioner, Dr. James McDonald, says the mask mandate will end Sunday. And McDonald says the pandemic is not over, but we are in a period of transition. The commissioner says health care facilities should now follow the CDC guidelines and come up with their own plan for when masking may be required for staff or patients. Thanks for listening to the all local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go.